1: Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Danielle Bornowski, CEO of DQB Strategies and a certified story brand guide to tell your story in a way that captures your attention, engages your audience and ultimately drives sales. And they help business owners who are intimidated by social media to create a plan to master your marketing and then grow your business. Beautiful. Danielle, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here today
1: so so welcome can you expand a bit more on you know where are you today of your business and who is it that you'd love to work with
2: yeah so we um most people don't know how to market their business they either don't know how or they don't have time and they're completely overwhelmed and so we like to just kind of bring calm to the chaos of oh my gosh what do i do to grow my business from a marketing perspective and Mm. help people just take a deep breath and figure out a plan that works for them. so you know, there are tons of marketing courses and and advice out there, but not everything works. You know, there's no one size fits all. Nothing, nothing works for everybody. Um, mm. And so we help people figure out based on their bandwidth, based on their budget, based on the stage of life that they're in. What's the right plan for them to, to have a, a solid marketing strategy?
1: Beautiful. I love that. That that whole one size fits all. I think that's, that's beautifully put because all these strategies, we say it on this podcast so much that everything works. Everything okay. works. It's trying to find out the right thing for you with your authenticity, how you want to come across, what platform you want to be on, all these kind of things. What fits for you and your clients? So, how do you, how do you help guide your clients through this? What's what's the sort of the one thing, the hurdle they find sort of time and time again that leads them to this chaos or, or confusion?
2: Usually it's an intimidation thing. They just aren't quite sure. The algorithm freaks them out. What the heck is TikTok? Do I have to do a crazy dance? How many times am I supposed to post? They just need someone to say it's okay. You know, there's and, and just reassure them. I, I've actually been referred to several times as a social media therapist, which is so funny to me. But it is that is kind of what I do. You know, it, there's a lot of listening and absorbing, and then saying, okay, let's build this plan together. Um, and so that's where people, I think, get stuck. Is they're just intimidated. They don't want to do the wrong thing. They don't want to screw up online because it never disappears. Um, and that's that's kind of the the underlying thing is that that fear right there.
1: That is beautiful, the social media therapist, because we, <laughs> we all need to be heard. I mean, there are so many companies out there that could be like just throwing stuff like, "Here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do." And it's like, hey, you didn't ask me first. I there are things that are sort of personal to you so to be that sort of sort of therapy side of things where you listen you understand it's like cool here's what you could do how does this sound what if you tried this now we're engaging now we're bringing that that maybe it's maybe it's playfulness because you mentioned chaos you mentioned Mm -hmm. you bring the calm to the chaos you bring the fun as well it has to be fun there has to be some level of play right
2: yeah I mean if you if you think about it, everybody knows that you need video on social media, right? You just you have to, to kind of keep up and, and participate in the algorithm with you if algorithm, if you will. But people are scared to be on camera, right? So if you are just have that gut-wrenching fear of turning the camera on and that is what's getting in your way, okay, let's we'll break that down. What are you worried about? Is it that, you know, or, or people will say, It's just never quite the right time. Well, never the right time for anything, you know, to have kids or to buy a house, like it's never the right time, but let's figure out what the most important things are for you. So if you're a lot of people that I work with are um, kind of midlife women. And so it's like, you know, they're, they're, they didn't grow up on social media. So it feels, you know, really unnatural and they're a little self-conscious thinking about the camera. And so I'll say, okay, what are the non-negotiables to you, for you? Mm. Is, is your hair non-negotiable? Is the lighting non-negotiable? Is this the setting? Cause, cause you can give me 25 reasons why right now is not the right time to record a video, but I can give you 25 reasons why right now is. And so if you tell me what the absolute non-negotiables are, like my hair has to be in place or. My dog cannot be in the room then then you write those down and you stick with those i don't care if your outfit doesn't look great today if your hair looks on point you're gonna have to show up and record that video um so it, and people start to you know we bring the humor into that because they're like kind of like oh okay yeah you know um i have dogs that walk i want to pause there
1: that that is a trigger yeah. that is a pattern interrupt to have that if your hair's on point you do a video that is uh-huh. something that's that's learnable that's something that is a, is a trigger and with humor that's the way we coach our clients. It has to bring humor into it because, oh my gosh, it can be overwhelming. It can be tough to break it down. Well, scientifically, it's proven to work even better. But that, yeah. if your hair is on point, so if I get a good beard day, I have to do a video. Beautiful. You do love that. I'm
2: holding you to this. I'm holding you to this next time you have a good beard day. Um, oh, come on. Every day
1: know. is a good beard day, right?
2: Well, then I hope you're putting out content every single day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I think I people...
2: That people see influencers on social media and influencers are fantastic there we need them in the world um but that's not not everybody needs to be an influencer and i think that they kind of set an unrealistic expectation for people Mm. you know if your dog walks in the background of a video keep the video i had a dog go to the bathroom in the back of a video for a client one time the video was a hundred percent perfect other than the dog just right in the background going and squatting and i was like you know what we are rolling with it this is real life and nobody's mm. going to say, you're not a good business person. I'm not going to do business with you because your dog went to the bathroom. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So I like to give that example to people to just remind them to just, it's all good. You know, yeah, things happen real, and life is here.
1: <laughs> real life, real life counts yeah. because this is, it's so important. I mean, you know, one of Katie's best videos she was on, on a coaching call and Crubs, she spilled a glass of wine or water, or whatever it was. It was like, oh my gosh just keep on rolling because there was some humor there was some beautiful personality came through so to have this you're again you're gonna find the right thing for you so there's not one size fits all but to bring that humor that level of realness behind the scenes if that's the kind of connection that you're that you want to do then being all scripted and stuffy is, is not the right thing so having that and realizing oh so you're telling me that's That's okay. Surely that's a game changer for your clients.
2: It is, it is. When people, you can kind of see them visibly, you know, untense or relaxed, I guess, Mm. Um, because they're like, oh, okay, wait a minute, cool. Um, And I bring that into my social media too. You know, I want you to know the kind of person you're working with every, well, not every Thursday, usually on Thursdays we post a blooper reel because you need to know that even though I do this for a living, I don't have everything perfect. Uh, At the end of the year, we put together a highlight blooper reel. You know, this is, you gotta, you can't take yourself too seriously. You gotta have fun and do this. Otherwise, what are you doing in business? Don't, don't take yourself too seriously. It's not easy. I
1: love that. There's don't take it too seriously. So there's that, the law of, of polarity. So on one side, you have the hustle, the grind. On the other side, you have play. If you find yourself just going towards too much hustle and yeah, this is my tendency. I find myself going more towards that side it's to notice but like, oh just how about we just bring it where can we bring in a bit more play it's just a slider and if you can visualize that and understand where you are bring some play into your social media or your videos or whatever it is you're doing yeah. the energy changes your frequency changes what you're putting into it changes and oh my gosh you actually enjoy it more so there's so much that goes into that um yeah. totally. so from that perspective what's what was it like for you what was What was the moment that you were like, yeah, from your perspective, this is what I want to do. This is going to be my business. What was that moment like?
2: That was that was not um, was not totally a plan. Um, It was kind of a Bob Ross happy accident. Um, I was a communications director at a nonprofit and um, just feeling like I needed a change. And um, honestly, we were sitting in church one day and we left church. And I said to my husband in the car, I was like, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. And he was like, (laughs) OK, And I put in my notice and, you know, kind of closed out with them. And first day, you know, of not having, I I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought I'm just going to freelance. I don't, I don't really know. Um, And we figured out financially, we can freelance or, you know, for a few months. And I was like, I'll just Instacart if nothing works. I mean, you know, cool. I'll just Instacart what's happening here. And uh, I had a client pretty much that first day. I went to a networking meeting with a friend and had a client and then another client and another client. And all of a sudden, we were like, this could be a business. People need help with this. They, mm-hmm. This is something I know and understand, and they don't. So let's, let's do so it. Let's without, help people was, figure this out.
1: This is what you're saying about earlier with the, the social media. It was raw. You didn't have this super slick professional thing. It was like you just kind of you were the accidental entrepreneur, kind of slipped and fell, and there's some clients coming. What was it? Can you name it? Can you remember back? What was it in that moment that your clients were were attracted to at that time?
2: It's the same that it is now. Usually it's the overwhelm with social media. They're like, I need social media and I don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. when I start working with people, we dig deeper and it's more than just that. You know, people will come to me saying, I need social media. And then we start doing a deep dive and kind of a discovery call. And do you have a lead generator because you need an email list? What is your sales strategy? Who's your target market? how do you talk to your customer? And so it gets into a much broader marketing strategy and plan, but that's usually how people get connected at first is, oh my gosh, I need help. You're a millennial. I need help with social media.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's a bit more strategically behind it. So as you, as you were the accidental entrepreneur and and built your business, realize, oh my gosh, this is viable. I think, I think I've got a business here with all my clients. Yeah. What was it like? Because there's that sort of, sugar-coated oh you get to run your own business and do the thing you've always wanted to do and then you realize uh uh-oh there's so much more that goes into it what was that like for you with that realization and then having to sort of juggle all all the things
2: it was so so messy um i i had no idea i had no idea what i was doing right um i didn't know how to build a website and i'm you know trying to hand crank i had managed some before trying to hand jam that out i mean just like um I didn't know anything about QuickBooks. I didn't know what my, what to charge. The first amount of money that I got myself was $77. Like that was my first paycheck. It was not, you know, that's not, that's not super entrepreneur and glamorous, $77. Um, and so, I, you know, it was just, I feel like I just bumbled along. I felt like I was an awkward teenager for a long time, you know, just like mm-hmm. bumbling along. Like, I think I need this and I'm gonna, if I can't afford it. So I'm gonna figure out how to do it myself. And I'm not usually doing it right or well. Um, it was messy. Nobody talks
1: about that. <laughs> so you are sort of patching this together. Um, yeah. You have all the help and the resources around you, and it's like, I can't quite use that. I'm not sure about that. I don't feel ready to ask for help there. I can do yeah. this, or maybe it's crumbs. Maybe it's things that you didn't even know at the time. Maybe that's one of the biggest challenges. Was what was it like when you had these moments of, ah, oh, I get it now, or oh yeah, I need this, and it, the business kind of bolted on, and, and more things came in. What was that like?
2: You know, I think part of it was too, Mark. Is is it was a confidence thing. Part of me was, I think, a little afraid to ask for help or to go hire somebody, you know, an expert in whatever the field is, because I wasn't confident in what I was doing. I had no idea, like, how do I say, I, I, this is me, and I do this thing. You know, what if they laugh me out the door? What if I'm not qualified? That kind of that imposter syndrome kicked in Mm -hmm. and stopped me. So what what helped me to break through was when I could, when I had wins. And I could remind myself that I am an expert in marketing. I am good at what I do um, and I can help people. I just have to believe in myself and remind myself of that. So it was when I, that that boosted my confidence and then that would, you know, kind of shoot me. It was like gas, right? It would shoot me along for a little bit. And then of course I'd hit more setbacks and need another win to kind of keep moving me forward. this
1: is the roller coaster we talk about here it's like it was i'm I'm there i'm there i'm there Uh oh i mean i'm struggling i need to oh i can convince myself of this but is is it that sort of dance between sort of the logic and the emotion because logically you get it logically i I know i'm the right person logically i know it takes time but in yourself you're like ah i'm terrified i don't fully believe i'm saying these things but i don't fully believe it is that part of what happens
2: Oh my gosh! Yes, all the time. It still happens. I've I have been in business for four years now, and I still have moments where I'm like, "Who? What is happening right now?" Oh my gosh, I'm stuck. Or who am I to say this? Um, yeah, happens all the time.
1: <laughs> as you evolve and change, obviously the business challenges change, and you've evolved with your identity as you brought yeah. on more people, as you've been trying to work through. Okay, what's the next place for my business? Um, what's What's that been like for you as you've got to that next level and realized, ah. Oh, here are some more challenges, or it's the same problem showing up in different ways. You say you, you you still have these, you still get stuck. What is that like? What are you sort of facing right now?
2: Yeah, I think right now, um, you know, I think every business owner is trying to grow, right? I'm trying to grow and take things to the, the next level for me. And I have tons of ideas. I want to help people so much that I... I can't even tell you how many notes I have on my phone and how many ideas and inspirations I have saved. Oh, we could, you know, here's an idea and here's an idea, this, these brain dumps. And so I get so excited about all of these things we can do to help people and I'm we're busy and I, I haven't been fully followed through on everything. You know, I've got this idea and I'll start the copy for it or a landing page and then I don't follow through. And, um, and so this summer is kind of a, a, a I don't know, a, I don't know how to describe it. We're in a in a moment right now in the summer where um, a few months ago I was like, gosh, I'm so frustrated with this. We're not getting ahead, but I feel like we're you know running the hamster wheel. I feel like I keep having yeah. these ideas, and we can do all of these great things, but nothing's happening. And so I had to do some kind of looking in, and I realized, well, it's because I'm not following through on anything. You know, I haven't finished any of these ideas all the way to completion. And so mm-hmm. I had um, had this moment where I was like, okay, what is what is the first thing that we're gonna do? um and you know from a from a marketing plan perspective what is the top of funnel thing what is our lead the main lead generator we want to focus on um you know to kind of get people in the door and get them into our into our system and our process um and so the focus this summer has been that one thing nothing else can get in the way we are doing this one thing and we're going to see it all the way through and then we're going to think of whatever the next idea is and just focus on that
1: nice and, and- again we're back to the logical you you know what you need to do now after having that, that squirrel syndrome and doing all this yeah. other stuff and it comes from the right um the right place the desert the, the desire the need that to help oh my gosh it's i want to help all my clients and more people than they need this 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 and this mm-hmm. and we realize okay. we forget ourselves you forget okay. the one thing that you need to be working on so as you've kind of got this focus in what do you what do you find that's, even though you know this and you work on it, what's tough? What's the driver that's driving you maybe to be do it quicker or do it different or cool. That's almost done. Now I can do something else. What's, what's underneath that for you?
2: You know, there's, they, they talk on airplanes. You got to put your mask on first, right? Before you can put someone else's on or help someone else. And you know, that's, that's something that I struggle with. Um, I have two kids under five, I have a two and a half year old that is going through a sleep progression right now. And it is completely derailing everything. Not only am I just mentally and physically exhausted, because I have no idea how to get this kid's circadian rhythm back on track. So if we have any listeners who you know are pediatric circadian rhythm experts, please look me up. Um, so, so we've got that going on, but you know, my time, my creative time, the time when I build the business and, and do the things that push us forward is first thing in the morning, five, five thirty in the morning until seven when the kids get up, that is when I'm at my freshest and, you know, during the business day, that's when I'm working on client work and, and kind of focusing on the business or focusing in the business. Um, and not growing the business. So my morning is when I do that, and so I've been so dysregulated lately with this whole sleep thing that I'm not getting up in the morning, and mm. so so that's hard, you know. I'm I don't get this so time. Even the I'm best like, of gosh,
1: intentions for you yeah. setting up your calendar right, and then the kids go, "Hey, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works," and there's there's always a spanner. We will say it's right. it's, it's never the right time. You said that earlier. It's never the right time. Yeah. No,
2: because the right there's time. always
1: things that happen. There's always things that come up. So with the best of intentions. We still find ourselves struggling to manage ourselves, do the right thing. Yeah. For you, it sounds like it's it's time, it's focus, it's being more efficient. And it's like, I just had this down. Now I'm going right. to change it to suit this. I can't win. That must be, does that when the frustration and then maybe a little bit of panic and then a little bit of doubt starts to creep in?
2: Oh, 100%. Because what we're working on right now, um, I'll, I'll just tell you the kind of the, the thing, the one thing that we chose is a free masterclass. Um, you know, cause I, I, I want to help people. And so these are the kind of the, this masterclass is the four core things that any business of any size needs in their marketing strategy, you know, mm-hmm. only these four things. And I can say this stuff in my sleep. I've made this presentation a hundred times and for two months now, I have been trying to get my slide deck done, set the landing page up and, and record the course. It is not that hard. It does not take that long. And I am so frustrated that it's taken this long. You know but that is life um and so i've had to you know try to coach myself like i coach with my clients sometimes yeah take a deep breath (laughs) it always takes longer than you think um so yeah it's and so so the quite you know you asked about kind of the panic and the doubt so yeah i mean it does it does allow doubt to creep in well gosh if if it's taking me this long you know when are we ever going to get it done how are we going to start the next project um it's going to take forever
1: so shift this around and where where are you going yeah. towards? Where's where's your focus going to be taking you? Because right now it's it sounds like it's so heavily focused in, Okay, I need to get this. We need to reduce down. Get that focus here. But mm-hmm. where is it actually going towards? What's the what's the big picture for you?
2: Are you asking for the business or for my personal side of things?
1: You're a, you're a business owner, aren't they one and the same? Don't they all intermingle so beautifully?
2: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's where we're going, we, I, I love the, the connecting and the people side of things. So the business the last few years has been very much do it for you, kind of social media agency management side of things. My passion and fuel is in working with folks and, and like I've been saying, helping them get to the place that they need. So it's mm. more project-based, you know, hey, let's let's contract together, let's build this strategy and you go run and be successful and I can work help someone else to To get to the place that you are, um, so that's where we're going from a business side of things. Which what that means for me is, um, you know, kind of I'm not no no working on Fridays. I have kids starting kindergarten in a couple of weeks, and I want to pick them up on Friday afternoons and take them out for lemonade and, and not you know mm. worry about leaving early. Um, and I want to I want to be one of those people, Mark, that takes a month off in the summer. Man, doesn't that sound to me? Do you guys do that? think the
1: right time to do this is kind of yeah. beautiful. To be in a position where you set your business up to do this—that's right. huge. And this is where we, I joked with you, saying, it, "Isn't it one the same, personal and professional?" It's like, yeah, your business is meant to fuel you. As a solopreneur yeah. juggling all the balls, doing all the things—we well, got it's a glorified job. How do you get to that next identity? How do you get your business to that next level where it's like, just like your toddlers, like, hold on, they're walking off to kindergarten, it's the same with a business. And we yeah. often say, your business is not your baby. There's too much weight on that. But it is that CEO level of um, letting go. And they're like, oh, oh, it's it's not falling down. The wheels haven't come off. Okay, what's next? How do I walk away and have that month off that you want? And know oh. that it's not going to be like a, a pile of ashes when you get back.
2: Yeah. So it's
1: that ability to let go. And we say time and time again, it's your identity. That's the biggest thing behind this, and so it sounds like you're you're in the middle of this kind of shift between who you who you are, who got you to where you are right now, and who you need to be in order to manage and fuck manage actually enjoy what your business yeah. will be doing, right?
2: That's a great articulation of it. yes, yeah, you nailed it.
1: There we go. so <laughs> in this in this transition, what's what's the thing that excites you the most?
2: Just talking to more and more people. I love, I love, I love having conversations like this, whether it's a free 15, 30 minute conversation where I can just give you some advice. You can't afford to work with me right now, but I can give you 30 minutes of action-packed things you could go do. Um, mm. Or hey, yeah, that leads to a couple of month project together. I just love talking to people and making them feel better about where they are in their marketing, because most people are better off than they think they are. And that just lights me up to know that someone else is going to go, you know, live their passion in whatever their business is, because I got to, I got to help them, you know, get to the yeah. point that they needed to. Love
1: it. So for you to better to extract yourself so that you have the time to do it, you said about the masterclass, that's your current focus. It fits uh-huh. your, Identity, which is like, I love talking. I love helping other people. I love giving back for free, and by association, that should provide value, give some tangible end results. People and i are like, huh? If you like that, you're gonna love what we do over here. It's kind yeah. of beautiful. So find those ways through of what's gonna light you up. So that's that. What what terrifies you? What are you scared of?
2: Mm. I'm scared of failure. I'm scared that, you know, this isn't gonna work out. What, what if, um, which when I say it out loud, it's the, yeah, I, I just wanna look at myself and say, what are you saying? But that is what freaks me out. What if, what if this doesn't work out? And I can't get just, enough clients to pay the bills. Ah!
1: <laughs> pay the bills and pay for the, the employees. So there's a, a higher yeah. level of responsibility. So, ah, oh, the next level, there's always something more, something different. You've reached the next level. And sometimes it's, we feel like, oh, we've got there and realize, no, at this level, there's all these new things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. Oh my gosh, yeah. but that's kind of the beauty. That's why we love talking about, yeah, you know, the blessings, the curse, the, the good things, what you're excited about, what scares you. Mm-hmm. It's all part of it. So, hey, Danielle, thank you so much for, for being here and sharing you know, your story behind the scenes of all the fun and games you're going through. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you?
2: Yeah, dqbstrategies.com or at dqbstrategies on all the social platforms.
1: Awesome, everyone, go check that out. But again, Danielle, thank you so much for being here and, and sharing today.
2: Of course.
1: Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Wanna do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end.
0: Yay, you.
1: So what happens next?